Welcome to Blake Street Banter, where one of us knows what the word banter means. The other two are just along for the ride. Tyler, say what's up. Hey, hey. Shelby, say hi. How y'all doing? Hey, we are joined by Shelby Lackey, a pitcher in the Colorado's organization, the Colorado Rockies. Um, obviously, you'd know that when you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> recently came from, pitched with Spokane Indians last year. Yep. What are you doing right now in the office? Um, what are you up to? So, so we are currently training at a facility up in North Scottsdale. So I moved down to Scottsdale back in 2019 and have been down here every off season since. Um, so it's actually, there's a lot of guys, a lot of Rockies players that are there. Um, I mean, Rollison's there, Nick Bush, who is my roommates there right now, Pete Lambert, Dom Nunez, um, Ryan McMahon hits there. There's just, there's a lot of guys that are, Noah Goatsis is there. So, I mean, top to bottom, there's a lot of guys that are training there right now. Um, and we're just, we got a good group right there and we're, we're having some fun training, throwing, just getting it all in right now. Do you ever do like live BP? Like yeah, we do. We do. So those are actually coming up probably in two, three weeks. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> who's, uh, yeah. who's, who's the coolest Rocky that you've struck out? I've actually haven't faced any Rockies players. Um, actually, yeah, I've never faced any Rockies players during live BP. I faced Dom Nunez in Puerto, while I was in Puerto Rico. I walked him. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did he, did he talk about it? Oh yeah. We've, we've talked about it since. So <laughs> we, uh, we've hung out a couple of times and obviously see him every day working out. So we always talk about how he got the best of me. Okay. So since you yeah. haven't, since you haven't struck out anybody, who will you strike out? <laughs> I mean, Ryan McMahon is like my older brother, and we always we always go back and forth about it. So I'd love to be able to face him one day. So that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was I was gonna ask, you know, not to, not to single anyone out, put anyone on a pedestal, but who's just like the coolest guy there? It might be Ryan Mac. He always seems really cool when he's like interviewing on broadcasts. Yeah, stuff. yeah. I mean, Ryan Mac's my guy. He. Uh, I mean, he is actually married to my best friend's sister. Wow. Um, so he's literally like an older brother to me. Every time I'm down here before we move into our place and stuff like that, I'll live with him. Lived with him my first spring training. So, I mean, he's always he's always been the guy that I'm the closest with. Well, so when did you when did you meet him then? Was that I met him he back? He was playing for Modesto in oh. 2014. So my junior year of high school. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that, yeah. We were actually going to, you know, get to that question as yeah. we you know, getting into where you're from and stuff. Like, did you, you know, go see Modesto Nuts games and stuff? So yes. Yeah. I most, I mostly went to uh, Stockton ports games. Cause that's, yeah. that's closer to me. And that's actually where I went to school in Stockton. All right. So it was right down the road from us. But yeah. So yeah. Getting into that, you know, those college days though, once you, mm -hmm. you know, and stayed kind of near home what was that like just you know keeping it close to home but still uh, you know getting that college experience yeah I mean I loved it I was I mean I got offered my after my sophomore year of high school um that summer so I played for the their like summer ball team that year and got offered um and I jumped right on it because I knew I kind of wanted to stay close to home because I'm a big family man and um I just I, I loved that my mom grandma grandpa sisters dad stepmom all of them could come um, watch any game at any time. So it was, it was awesome. And to stay on the West Coast was even better because they could come to some road games and stuff like that. <clears throat> so, yeah, so what was that all like? You know, Yeah, you're a California guy getting to, you know, just travel all over the state. Like you're more 
NorCal, but you get to go hang out in Malibu a few times. Like, <laughs> yeah. was that no distractions whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. I mean, I'd been a lot of those places already just playing travel ball and stuff like that, but um, getting to play there collegiately was just – it was awesome. I mean, I mean, San Diego, you can't beat that. We played State and um, University of San Diego. Um, we played in, down in Cal Poly. Slow is an awesome place um obviously Pepperdine LMU like there's just a lot of cool places that we got to play that are that are smaller scaled schools I mean like my Nick Bush went to LSU like I wasn't playing at the Arkansas the old misses and stuff like that so it didn't have that crazy atmosphere but the places were still pretty cool is Pepperdine as beautiful as it looks oh yeah it's <laughs> off the charts Nick. just absolutely nuts right I mean you look out of left field in the oceans right there I mean like it's <laughs> it's like second to none but it's it's beautiful that's that's incredible i remember we drove through the campus my brother-in-law lives out in la and we did a trip to san diego one time and we drove around pepperdine campus nice up in hills and i'm just like how does anybody do anything here (laughs) like you have this beautiful scenery gorgeous campus and you're just yeah i don't know how anybody does anything yeah, I don't either. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. Did you actually do anything other than baseball? <laughs> uh, we went out to a couple places for dinner and stuff like that. But, you know, while you're there, you're I mean, it's it's mostly for work. So the play aspect of it's not not there. Like if I went to school there, that'd be another. Story. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah. um, I want to talk about that West Coast baseball. You kind of missed, mentioned it. Bush down mm-hmm. in the SEC. We've talked to a few ACC, SEC guys. Yeah. Um, recently we talked to Noah Davis, West coast guy, yeah. um, yep. talked about the difference between West coast baseball. Um, yeah. how just what, how is it different than like what the sec was? Um, you know, we, we played like a couple of big 12 schools and stuff like that when I was in college, but, um, just playing with guys that like in pro ball that have played down at LSU, like all the big schools down there in the South and stuff like that. I mean, there's a stigma around West coast baseball that small ball is the way to win. And it's, it's pretty dang true. I mean, um, (laughs) we just, the styles of baseball are just completely different. So, I mean, there'd be days where we, there'd be a Friday game, like opening day, my junior year, junior year, we faced a lefty from Cal Poly who was 82 to 86 and he carved. So it's just like, (laughs) you you don't go down to this. You don't go down to the SEC and see that. So, and I'm not necessarily saying the baseball is better. It's just a different style and it's just, you know, what everyone's used to. But um, I mean, bunting guys over stealing bags, stuff like that. There's not really the home run hitters. There's not guys hitting 25 jacks, stuff like that. So it's just a different style of baseball. And it's, it was kind of cool to get to see both sides of it. Right. And that's pretty much what Noah said. Um, So like, how does that, obviously that's like created you as a pitcher, like that's your experience, right? Did you experience anything different once you got to the majors specifically Spokane um, Um, adjusting your game uh, for it or? No. So I, I'm a sinker slider guy and I've always kind of just been like that coming from being a position player, like a shortstop. Um, I have a lower arm slot, like, so I just naturally have that sink and run on the ball. So I've always just tried to kind of stay true to who I am. Um, so I haven't really, I haven't like Noah Davis is, and I are completely different pitchers. Mm-hmm. Like he's a fastball up in the zone kind of guy. He gets a lot of swings and misses like that. Um, more I'm like early, try to get early contact or, you know, a couple of foul balls and then I'll throw my slider and get strikeouts. So that's how I usually 
get my strikeout numbers up. But um, I've always tried to stay loyal to the sinker. So I haven't really uh, – I mean, Mike New showed me a grip my freshman year of college when I told him I didn't want to be a pitcher. And he was like – the first meeting, he was like, I think you should come to the pitcher's meeting. I'm like, nah, Mike, I'm good. I was thinking, I'm going to stick to being a position player. And sure enough, spring or spring ball rolled around and I was in the bullpen being a PO. So – and now here I am as a pitcher – in pro ball. So I guess he was right, but he showed me one grip and I've stuck with that same grip for the last six, seven years. How, how many thank you letters have you sent him? <laughs> uh, not, not, not as enough as I should. I mean, I talked to him probably once or twice a year and we still stay in contact, but I should write him more letters for sure. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. So yeah. I did not know that about you. I didn't know you recruited as a position player. Yep. Yep. So like, did you football. ever play a position in college? Or what did you uh, straight to the I, I played one in, one inning of center field against USF on a Sunday. We were winning 12 to five. So <laughs> new new called me down from the bullpen. It was like, Hey, you want to play center field? I'm like, I mean, yeah, as long, as long as I don't have to hit, I haven't taken the bat and forever. He's like, no, you'll just be a defensive replacement. I'm like, yeah, I'm down. So that's the only inning I've played, played a couple. I hit a little bit in college summer ball actually yeah. okay. in the Northwoods. So I uh, got a career 333 average in the Northwoods, so it's a little humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> and never going back, so that's, yeah, that's it. That's the career. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, yeah, yeah, I was recruited as a shortstop. Okay. And yeah. so you just had that that meeting, and that was it. That's wild. Yep. yep. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> Did it take you a while to, like, wrap your head around that? Like, yo, I'm going to oh, be yeah. on the mound? Like, yeah. my I mean, my high school coach jokes about it all the time because when I was going into – college he was like I, I kind of see you as a pitcher and I'm like dude there's no, I'll never be a pitcher I hate pitching I hated it and so and then I get to that fall meeting and I'm like damn I think he was right I'm going to be a PO here pretty soon so he gives me a hard time about it all the time well and then yeah take us a little more through that that pitching journey because I think you were primarily a starter in college but yeah. then you get to Boise and you're coming out of the pen so just, just yeah. take me through that, like the arc of, of going through, you know, yeah. styles. Um, so my freshman year for about three quarters of the year, I was a reliever and wasn't pitching much at all. I mean, because it was my first year being a real pitcher, I just, I wasn't as consistent as most people. I mean, Finn Delbonta Smith was our guy out of the pen. My, our freshman year, he was my roommate and he's actually my roommate here in Scottsdale too. Okay. And roommate in Spokane. So, um, but so I was just not as consistent. And then towards the end of the year, I started to figure it out a little bit. And then I became a starter. And then I started the rest of the time in college. Um, my sophomore year, I started, got hurt. Um, and then my junior year was the year I'd start Friday games and I'd actually close Tuesday games as my okay. bullpen. Yeah, because my or, uh, no, my pitching coach that year talked about it. And he's like, you don't really get a lot out of bullpen. So like, like let's let's make you compete for your bullpen. And I was like, yeah, I'm, that sounds cool to me. So I'd actually throw an inning on Tuesdays. Um, so I did that and then going into Boise as a reliever, it was different, but I, I loved it. And I love being a reliever now. I mean, I've done both in pro ball too. I started in 2019. Um, so I just, I think the thing I love about being a reliever is you, you kind of know exactly how long you're going to (laughs) pitch. So you can kind of go balls to the wall for your whole outing. Like you don't have to save anything for like, as a starter, I always felt like I had to save something, you know, just in case I win another inning or something like that, or. I didn't want to show this guy this pitch because I might face him again. And uh, being a two-pitch pitcher, it was really tough as a starter. I mean, I have two different fastballs. I have four seam and it's two seam. But I have 
my slider off of that. And I'd, I'd never thrown a changeup. So, I mean, it was tough, but I mean, I'd way rather be a reliever. It's just, it's a lot more fun for me. When, so you saw your stuff, like I imagine, you know, tick up quite a bit too, when you're, you know, yeah. going starter reliever. Yeah. Like, what would you say if you were to, you know, have to stretch out and throw five versus just, you know, do your normal thing, throw one. Like, yeah. where do you think your fastballs would sit right now? Mm, I'd probably, as a, like, if I had to go five, I'd probably be two, three, somewhere around there and try to hold that for the five. I mean, that's kind of what I did when I was in Asheville. I was like two to four, two to five. Yeah. But as a reliever, I can, you know, take it up a little bit more because I can just let it eat. God, it's so cool that you can just throw fast. <laughs> uh. <laughs> like I, I just i've always one of the things that would be super fun would be like being in the batter box against you know a professional pitcher and like yeah. looking at what 90 is yeah like, I, th I feel like i can touch 70 i can like put pass <laughs> on ball at 70 maybe 80 after a few yeah 90 yeah. i'm like oh no this there's there's a reason there's a different level here and yeah. i don't even yeah. know how you can do it yet somebody else can I, I, it still blows my mind. I mean, just playing catch with pitchers that throw hard, it's like there's no way if I were to stand here and try to hit this, I can hit it. And the way that pitchers can make balls move now and yeah. stuff like that, there's just no way, no shot. And, I remember last yeah. season when, when Jacob deGrom was going through his just crazy stretch, yeah. Twitter just was like broken over this question of if you stood in the batter's box for like 50 pitches, could you like make contact? No. And it just was breaking. No. So many people were like, oh, it'd be easy. And then some people were like, I, I wouldn't even try. I don't have a chance. <laughs> no, no, no shot. No way. He's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, he's next level. <clears throat> like, do you yeah. like just, you know, this is kind of an aside. Do you think that he is the most talented pitcher to ever play baseball? Just with his pure stuff, at least. Just, and if he's not, he's pretty damn close. I mean, I, I, you could easily make an argument about him being the most dominant stuff. Yeah. Like maybe not stuff wise, but like he's he's just got it all. He's there's, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Prime what he does. Prime Verlander. I put Prime Verlander yeah. up there too. Yeah, he's he's definitely up there. I mean, and then you obviously can go back in the day like Prime. Clemens is just oh gosh, <laughs> Randy Johnson. You got guys like that, you know. So you can definitely make an argument about that, though. Is yeah, there on wood? He stays healthy this year, just you know. I know. Yeah, just That's so we can watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Incredible for baseball. Is there anybody like you? Kind of mimic your game, whether it's your your mental or your pitch combos or anything. Um, one guy like I really watch. Yeah, I like to watch Trinan a lot. I mean, obviously he's extreme with some of this stuff, but I like to I love the way he pitches. I love how he's kind of straight edge on the mound when he gets out there. It's business. Um, but the sinker slider combo, I let I just love watching that. And like so Strasburg's the same way. He's a sinker slider guy. Um early in early like later on in his career. But um those are two guys that I really like to, you know, pay attention to closely. Yeah. Wait, so when you kind of started pitching, were those guys that, you know, you kind of took a, a liking to because your style fit what they were doing? Yeah, exactly. Actually, Mike, Mike News, actually, the guy, he mm -hmm. told me, Strasburg, he's like, yeah, when, every time Strasburg pitches, I want you to watch. He's like, here's some videos you need to watch. You know, we're going to break these down. We're going to see why he throws this and this count, why he doesn't throw a slider in certain counts, stuff like that. So 
he's he's always been kind of the guy for for me. Yeah, that's a good guy to mimic. Yeah, and another <laughs> West Coast boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there a difference for you, like coming in from the bullpen, like say runners on first and second with one out in the seventh, mm-hmm. compared to like coming in on the ninth, fresh slate, all clean? Uh, I mean, every time, I mean, the hardo answer would be no. And just every time you step on the field, you know, but like when you come in with somebody else's runners on you, you try to be that there's that little tick more locked in because you know, like, Hey, that's my guy that I got to protect. I got to save his runs because I know the guy that if there was a guy to come in after me, he'd do the same thing for me. So there's kind of like this aura of like, Hey, I got you if you got me type thing. So, and we were actually really good about that in Spokane this year. It was awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't say like, no, I just had kind of held it against him for putting those runners on and like <laughs> played up his dirty work. So no. you did go that route. Yeah. yeah no. So, no. but I mean, there's, I mean, there's gotta be a little bit of that mental piece to it. Like you said, like, Oh yeah. Glad, I liked your answer. That was a cool answer. Yeah. yeah. Um, that Spokane team. That was, that was fun. Right. Was that fun? I mean, you? I, I tell everybody that I possibly can tell, I'll tell some random person at the grocery store that 2021 was my favorite year of baseball I've ever played in my entire life. That's what they all like, say. It's so cool. It's, it's second to none. Like I, like the, the team just, obviously the baseball was really fun because we were really good at the end, but the team, the guys, it was the coolest thing ever. Like we were all so close. Like there was no clicks. Like there was no, like, no, I'm going to hang out with him instead of you type thing. I mean, especially in the bullpen, our bullpen at the end of the year was unbelievable. I mean, it was, it was dominant. I mean, just at the back end of the bullpen. So like, obviously I was closer early on in the year, got her <clears throat> Dugan came up. I mean, did his thing. You guys mm-hmm. know, big fans of Dugan. Yeah. Um, so he did his thing and I lost my job to him, but I was like, well, if they, we, we got to still find a way to win. I mean, I was a little bitter about it, like deep down, obviously, cause I wanted to be a closer, be. but I knew, that like he did his job and he earned it. Like it wasn't, I didn't lose it to somebody that, you know, just, just happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but we, we always, there was a four headed monster at the end of the games that in Spokane at the end of the year with Dugan, Finn, Stephen Jones and I, I mean, Stephen Jones is slept on in baseball. He is, he's a bulldog. I love that guy (laughs) to death. Um, And that's kind of the mentality we took into the, into the end of the year's, it was like a dog pound. We were just a bunch of underdogs. I mean, if you go through the roster and look at the bullpen, the guys in the bullpen, there's no like super high rounders, you know, there's yeah. free agents do like Steven Jones fan 20th rounder. Jake Summers was our highest drafted bullpen arm at the end of the year. And he was a 10th rounder <laughs> and he wasn't even drafted by the Rockies. So it's like, <laughs> that's, that's one thing that I loved about that team is like, we took the underdog mentality and just ran with it. And <clears throat> I mean, we were what 15 games out of playoffs. Yeah, at one point, and we came like ten game heater, like lose a game, eight game heater. Like it was just every day you show up to the field, it was just like, no, oh, we're we're gonna win. Oh well, <laughs> just another day on the job. I mean, the game again. We played a game against Eugene. We were down eight runs in the bottom of the eighth inning. And we put up eleven spot. I mean, that's just the epitome of the year for us. I mean, it was yeah. it was a lot of fun. That's that's sweet. I need Spokane to figure it out. Like we can't watch any of that stuff. They have yeah. they don't have a broadcast on the MLB oh, and TV, and it just I know you you can check the box scores, but you know it doesn't do it justice. Yeah, yeah, I know. I feel that. Every, trust me, everyone's parents were on our 
We should start a campaign. So, send yeah. some strongly worded letters yeah. to the MILB. Like, put this yeah. in the CBA, you assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so flashing that's back one, you know, step for you to Asheville. Like, you guys had a pretty, I, I would say, cool pitching staff. Like, you know, you had Rollison, Feltner there, Riley yeah. Pint, who, you know, for us Rockies fans, kind of like a, a myth or a legend, just because, yeah. like, you know, we didn't get to experience enough of them, but like, we get the full pine class throw. And then yeah. you had like Nicarak, you had Bush, you had Jake Bird. Yeah. Just, you know, what was that team like? Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun, especially early on. I mean, we were pretty good early on. Um, we never really hit our stride, to be honest, because there was, I mean, and that team stayed together pretty much the whole year. Obviously, Ryan left, uh, Rollison, he left pretty early on, but I mean, we stayed together pretty much the whole year. I mean, we had the same starting lineup three or four or five of the starting pitchers from the beginning of the year. Um, Jake Bird's a freak, if you guys didn't know that. He's unbelievably good at everything. He's, he's like uh, off the diamond even is what you're like, talking about. Like foosball, like he's a foosball <laughs> king. Yeah, he like he is a competitor to till he dies. Like it's crazy <laughs> to see that guy. I mean, he if you try to see how many chew, times you can chew a piece of meat in a minute, he'll try to beat you. <laughs> it's just everything's competitive that guy um but he's one of the most down-to-earth dudes like he really cares about his people um pj Poulin's another guy that slept on an organization yeah, yeah. you got to get his name out there too he i mean you got to him some love i need him to check his dms like i'll, I'll, let, I'll just get him a text and let him know <laughs> check those yeah but like he yeah. was just otherworldly in spokane this year like that dude was striking at like yeah. almost half the people he was facing the, like, the guy throws an invisible fastball like it's not even fair. It's, <laughs> I mean, he could throw a fast. He throws a fastball probably eighty-eight percent of the time, and he's dominant. And he doesn't throw hard. He's like ninety-one. Every pitch is ninety-one. It's like great fanatic stuff. Yeah, he just he can pitch up, down, in, out, and he counts. So it's it's fun to watch him pitch. Wait, so what do you have to say? Just you know, Rockies fans, we've we've had a couple rough years. What do you just have to say to everyone, like about you know the bullpen guys especially because you know. You, you are with yeah. them day in, day out. Like, Yeah, there's some good times coming. I'll tell you that much. Thank I you. mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even the guys, I mean, that there's some guys above us, like Jake Bird will probably hopefully debut this year. Like, you know, there's some guys that are going to be good and be good for a long time just because of the way that they are. I mean, and I know, don't get me wrong, the, the jump from the minor leagues to the big leagues is astronomical. So, obviously, you don't really know, but – I just I think that we have some guys that are some very good competitors and care a lot about their craft, and that's that's a big step in a lot of ways. Yeah, we need. I think I think I want to go on record and say like we're a pro bullpen podcast. Like the yeah. the bullpen guys just don't get any love. You don't see their names on the top thirty. You don't. Yeah. They're they don't ever get the recognition. Like you have to like yeah. find guys like you, like Puyan Puyan. Um, Darnell, like you have to search for these yeah. guys, like if you're not familiar, and so and it's just like we're, how the, do we... we're the garbage men. We're the garbage. Right. Men. Like nobody likes you. You're just there. don't get a lot and... of love, but we're needed. Right? <laughs> you're you're yeah. the you're the high of the high. You're the low of the low. You're the yeah, I agree. so like I mean that's tough, right? Going in and out. Um, yeah. But so yeah, we're going we're going Pro Bullpen podcast here love now. That. Love that. So, um, <laughs> But so going to that mental piece of that bullpen stuff, um, 
like what you have a bad outing right like and you're you're done like what's what's the thought process when you when you're pulled or when that inning's over like are we reflecting we trying to fix it are we trying to go back in and see what we did wrong or is it just like chalk it up to a bad night let's start over tomorrow yeah i mean easy answer is chalk it up and get after it tomorrow but i mean it's tough to not sit back and kind of dwell on it a little bit. Granted, you need a short-term memory, especially as a reliever, because you could easily pitch the next night. But um, that next day during BP and stuff like that, you know, we'd watch video of Kibler. We'd, we'd try to fine-tune some things because at that point in the season, you know, when season rolls around, you're, you got what you got, and then you just fine-tune. You're not making big mechanical adjustments. You're not making huge pitch grip adjustments, stuff like that. So it's kind of like I got what I got right now, and then you fine-tune from there. So – that's probably the biggest adjustment I had to learn this year is not changing so much from outing to outing because right. it is so quick and back to back. Whereas a starter, you know, as you'd have five, maybe six days in between, you can tweak some things and get off a mound once or twice. Um, like when in 2019, I made some mechanical adjustments, you know, I changed some things when I was struggling. And so that's probably the biggest thing that you, you got to learn as a bullpen guys, just figure out what works for you and stick with it. And then, make tiny adjustments, not big adjustments. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, coming back to the So how was this year for you just staying on kind of the mental topic? Like you got injured kind of mid-season. Mm-hmm. Um, like just, yeah, talk about rehabbing, just that whole mental journey and process. It, it was a grind, honestly. And it sucked because I was throwing so well before I got hurt. And then it, I – I knew exactly when I heard it. Like I was facing Cam Eden, who I played summer ball with, and I threw him a slider first pitch, and it was really good. Swung and missed, and then I was like, I got to make this one a little better, and then I kind of extended a little too far, and then that's when I felt it. Um, but so that was frustrating. It was frustrating to know that I was going to miss so much time. Um, but I, I mean, I asked our trainers, I asked Dover, who's our rehab coordinator down here. I called Forbes E and everyone that I needed to call. And like, I was like, Hey, can I please stay here in Spokane and do my rehab and not go back to Scottsdale? Like I know when you get hurt and go back down to Scottsdale, it's almost like purgatory. Like you're kind of stuck there and you don't know whether you're, what's going to happen next. You, you could be sent anywhere or you could be released like easily. Right. And they were like, yeah, of course. And so I, I wanted to stay in like that baseball game mental like approach. So I actually took on the role as the bullpen coach. Nice. <laughs> so I mean that not and to, for Kibler to allow me to do that was awesome I mean we have a really good relationship like he's you know he's helped out a lot um we work we train together while we're down here in Arizona because he lives down here too so um I mean I seriously I took on the bullpen coaching job I mean I was telling guys when to get hot I mean Kibler were communicating that way so it really helped me stay like locked in in the season and stay in baseball mode and that was the biggest thing for me because I feel like and I feel like that's why I did come back and I was successful when I did come back. Um, because if I would have came back down to Scottsdale, I mean, I would have just been sad, depressed <laughs> that I was down here and not with my guys up in Spokane. Yeah. So, I mean, I, the, for the Rockies to let me do that was pretty cool. Yeah. There, there's something to be about being around the guys and oh, yeah. helping just, again, rehab. Like you're doing the physical stuff, but if your mental is not high, yeah. it, all in Definitely. it, like – yeah and having that in the back of your mind there's a lot to it yeah that makes sense yeah for sure so however many years it is down the line when your playing days are done like Mm -hmm. coaching something you want to do 
<sighs> Dang. Um, I don't know, to be honest. I mean, I'd love, I would love to, um, it would be fun, but I don't know. I would love to stay in the game. I mean, it's, anything, it's basically the only thing I've ever known is sports. So, um, I wouldn't mind mind coaching. It'd be tough to be a coach in the minor leagues, though. Yeah, it seems Isn't like it? a like a big grind, and you're not getting like the reward of playing and stuff. So. And the pay is just and to be away from your family for yeah. six months and not make the greatest money. It would just be tough, right? You really have to love the game, and oh yeah, like to that next level. Like, yeah, you'll love sure. it, but how much? Yeah. Well, so did, did you finish your degree at the University of the Pacific or almost? No, not, not yet. I have like eight classes left. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So two, maybe three semesters. Yeah. Sports management, right? Yep. It's, yep. Do they ever talk about Scott Boris out there? Oh, yeah. All the time. Do they? <laughs> all the time. Yeah. I've met him. He's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we were yeah we were gonna ask like yeah has, does he come around like pretty often and stuff? Yeah, so it's and every time we play at Pepper, he's got a house in Malibu, so every time we play Pepperdine, yeah, <laughs> of course, he's like yeah. party at my so, place it, on the beach. Yeah, his nephew was actually there while I was at Pacific for two years. Okay, okay, yeah, so Jimbo was there for two of the years. Yeah, does he have a statue? <laughs> no. He probably no. just erected it himself. Like, hey, <laughs> hey guys, I'm here. That was my words, yeah. not yours. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, hitting that 30-minute mark. I always try to keep it here. Um, but I do yeah. want to talk about that Puerto Rico league. Yeah, You didn't get a lot of reps or anything, but what was that experience like? It was fun. I, I think a lot of the American players that are, you know, playing pro ball, if they get a chance to go play in the Dominican or, you know, I wouldn't necessarily go to Venezuela, but Puerto Rico, you know, those – those countries down there, Latin countries, I think Mexico, it'd be, it was fun. I mean, and I met a lot of good guys. Um, my roommate was in AAA with the twins. Um, another guy that I was really close with was in the big leagues during COVID with the twins. I mean, there's a guy from AAA with the Cardinals. So you play with a lot of guys that are like upper level dudes, mm -hmm. um, big leaguers on our team. It was a lot of fun. I mean, it's an experience I'm very thankful for. I mean, I struggled early on cause I, my injury that kind of popped back up and then I started to struggle some stuff mechanically um, took 12 days off in between outings at one point and then kind of figured it out towards the end. But by that time it was too late. I mean, they needed a guy that could throw multiple days in a row, multiple innings. And I just wasn't built up for that yet. Yeah. That makes sense. Is yeah, the, but it, was, it was a lot of fun. I was just going to ask, is the atmosphere I've been watching the, was it the Dominican league on. So LBT. it's a little, yeah, it's a little different than the Dominican League. It's not as, like, I mean, we'll draw 2,500 fans, you know. They draw mm -hmm. 10,000. Yeah. It's so, nice. the Dominican League's like, next level. Um, Puerto Rico's kind of, like, I don't know. It's just – it's I'd say it's kind of like the minor leagues, the Dominican, in a sense. Okay. Um, but, it, I mean, the team I played for, Caguas, is actually – if they win tonight, they're going to the Caribbean Series. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it was really – they were really good. I mean, Dom's team's the one that – he played for my West yeah. and they're, uh, that's who's playing in the championship right now. So um, a couple, couple Rockies employees that worked for the, uh, the team I played for. So it was good to have some connections there, um, some yeah. familiar faces and stuff like that. And so was that kind of like, just, you know, stay in shape, get reps, or was that, were there a lot of like development goals when you went down there? 
Um, for me, it was just to get reps um, because I did get hurt this year. And with 2020 being the COVID year and stuff like that, I mean, I only threw 20, I think after playoffs, I threw one inning in playoffs. So I threw like 20 and a third innings or 22 thirds of an inning. So it was mostly just to get reps. Okay. Um, came down, came down the month, like in between season and going down to Puerto Rico, I came down and threw instructs down here. Um, so total, I probably got close to 30, 35 innings in this year, which is a lot better than if I would have just called it quits after season. Right. Is, is that something that's important to you or are you yeah. kind of pushing that a little bit more because of the injury this year? Yeah, mostly because of the injury this year. I mean, if I wouldn't have gotten injured this year, I mean, hopefully I would have had anywhere from 50 to 60 innings and not had to, you know, yeah, yeah. go to instruction, play in Puerto Rico and stuff like that. And I could have had a, a full off season, but I mean, I'm thankful for the opportunity that I had down there. It was cool. Yeah, right. I mean, that's also part of your gig. Like you get to cool, do cool shit like that. Like if you want to go any of those places in the winter you can just go yeah yeah i mean i literally lived on the beach like my apartment was on the beach yeah rough so yeah, yeah <laughs> I I mean, the beach. it was it was a lot of fun that's cool that's fun yeah, yeah. that's cool um all right let's end it with uh some fun questions so okay. usually I do the softball questions the fun little get to know you Okay. Go to the college website, but Pacific did not do their work. So we're going to ask them. <laughs> we're going right. to ask them for you. All right, let's um, do it. What's like your favorite, your go-to meal? All right. I'm going to probably get some slack for this, but everybody in baseball world knows it already, or at least if you're close to me. Dino Nuggets. <laughs> That's they're, slept on. they're slept on once you get over like six years old, but they're slept on. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. I've, I, in the last couple of years of my life, I've had them. And so like, I can, I can understand that. They're gas. <laughs> Reliable for sure. too. I do get a little excited when we make them for my sons and they don't eat them because I get the leftovers. I will give you that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. To build off that, what is your go-to dino nugget sauce? Barbecue sauce. Sweet baby Ray's original. Yeah, yeah, the the rays is where it's at. Yeah, there there might as well never be another barbecue sauce. <laughs> no, no. Second to none. Yeah, seriously, like my mother in law, you should see her pantry. Maybe I'll just send a, <laughs> I'm gonna send a picture of her pantry just to you and yeah. show you her shelf of sweet baby rays. It's absolutely it. nuts. We'd be good friends. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. Ribs every weekend. You got to get that love, sweet baby's ray. Yeah, I you'll love do it. it. Um, what's like nah let's just go with this one before the next one uh, favorite movie what are you kicking back to when you just need to relax a little bit I might get some slack for this too I mean uh, it was actually my walkout towards the end of the year because the Spokane Indians um, media girls got a hold of it but it's the greatest showman okay not a big musical guy but that movie fires me up in the soundtrack <laughs> unbelievable I, list, I jam out to it in my truck <laughs> it's fun you are unique shelby yeah. <laughs> what's the, what's the perfect date night just some dino nuggets and the showman i'm a simple man <laughs> incredible um last question what's your like best favorite baseball moments like were you individual just like 
was at the peak performance, just everything was clicking and you just dominated fools. Oh, dang. I saw some of your numbers at your college and you had some, you had some outings. Yeah. I mean, it was, so there's a, so I'll give you a college and a pro moment. So my college moment, we were playing Cal Poly on a Friday night and all my best friends drove down to Cal Poly. I had a bunch of friends that went to Cal Poly. So I had a cheering section of probably 60 people at this <laughs> And it was, it was special. I mean, and I took a no hitter into the seventh inning. Um, and the hit I actually gave up was a rollover single that chopped into the six hole and the shortstop dove fielded it, but he just didn't throw the guy out in time. So, um, but that was probably the most, like, just, I got taken out and, I mean, I got a curtain call on the road <laughs> from the 60s. <laughs> it was, it was dope. So, I mean, that was, that was really special. Um, That's fun. And then in pro ball, it had to have been this past year. I mean, we were playing at Everett and I got the save to clinch um, our playoff spot and everybody ran out and we, you know, we celebrated and then took some pictures on the field and then we popped some bottles and stuff <laughs> like that. So I mean, it was just the camaraderie that in that moment was just like I've never played on a team like that and I hopefully I play on another team because all these guys hopefully they all move up with it like everyone moves up together but right if you know in that moment that was the coolest coolest thing I've ever gotten to do on a baseball field that dog pile probably hits a little bit different on the mound huh <laughs> yeah yeah and we, it, when we clinched like all of us at the hotel all 30 of us we hung out that whole night and we <laughs> hung out and just did our thing and then we woke up the next day and whoop some butt again we yeah. beat him again <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, was, it was cool i mean it was a lot of fun let's go that's cool. yeah yeah that's fun. got that secondhand adrenaline you just from hearing about that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah those stories are always cool some of, some of you have some sweet baseball moments and it's just, oh yeah it's pretty cool hearing it yeah it's a it's a special game and i'm i I'm fucking lucky I get still get to play. <laughs> right. We're like, yeah. we'll just live vicariously through you for here. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I appreciate you hanging out with us, Shelby. We're yeah. going to have to do this again. Maybe catch yeah, up and build sure. the season, see how you're doing. And uh, yeah, we're a pro, pro reliever podcast. Tell yeah, all your friends. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, I appreciate you guys uh, shooting me a DM and getting me on this thing. Yeah. I, yeah thanks for responding. Awesome. Don't yeah, be like PJ. Yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll shoot PJ a call tomorrow and I'll get his butt on. Here. <laughs> we'll take. Yeah, it. he he'd be he'd be a good guy to talk to. Yeah, he, he seems like a lot of fun. That'd be cool. Yeah, he is. Yeah, so but thank you guys. I appreciate it for having me. And uh, I mean, hopefully we get to catch up again and go Rockies. Go Rockies. Thank you for watching and listening. Please check out our link tree for more content.